Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily, and we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, y'all? What up, Lisa? Hey, Emily. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm chilling. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I forgot we're recording this um, on video now, so hopefully. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Should we do our teeth check on air? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that's the norm. Mm. That's a normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the life of a of an entrepreneur. It's very glamorous. Just kind of kind of everything on the go. Um so today's topic, uh, since this is coming out in the week of or the week before, I guess, Christmas, um, we're going to talk about um how to not overdo it, how to not overindulge, specifically how to not overeat at your holiday festivities. Um going to give you some very uh, simple strategy to overcome that and maybe touch on some energetic aspects as well. Um, in fact, we'll start there. And uh, since we are doing the eating readings online for the people now um we'll go ahead and let you start off with the aging energy reading around this topic and then we'll get into the topic and the tips yeah so really quickly we're just going to focus in on talking about these overindulgences and temptations that we're faced with um this time of year and continues throughout the whole winter season I'd say until we get into really like March, right? With all the holidays. So what's the energy around this? And what March. Kind of- <laughs> well, you must be eating the Valentine's Day chocolates. Yeah, Valentine's Day. <laughs> President's you Day. Stir in there. President's Day. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so like what's the energy around these temptations and overindulgences and how can we navigate through them and still maintain um, some harmony in our lifestyle. Yeah. And look, like, here's the thing. Uh, I am super big on, uh, you know, creating a balance and, and still finding a way to enjoy yourself. Um, you know, there are some other energetics, I guess, surrounding food and family and celebration that, you know, make like counting your macros and stuff like that. Not the most important thing at the holidays, but it is just so easy, especially if we're doing like multiple events, multiple, you know, you've got different people's homes to go to in-laws, whatever. It's just, it can be so much and we feel obliged to eat and then we're stressed so we're stress eating and uh you know it's already a time where we really ought to be vigilant about our stress and about our mental health 
just because of all the other things surrounding it and the seasonal affective disorder stuff we could have going on. So just overeating, you know, on food outside of just enjoying yourself in a balanced way can really be detrimental to the stress and the mental health part of it as well. Because if you feel like shit, which you're going to, if you just go crazy, then, you know, you're going to feel like shit everywhere else as well. And it's just going to be harder to sort of make that post holiday holiday bounce back, come back and and get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're not having to bounce back, right? <laughs> hopefully we're able right. to. Ideally, we just do this to where we can enjoy ourselves and and find some balance uh, and find a little bit of indulgence, conscious indulgence, uh, and not not have to take it to a level. Where so as you were talking, I pulled, and everyone can see in the video um, on YouTube, um, I pulled two hexagrams from my deck. And yes, check your teeth. And the first hexagram, the energy around what we're talking about right now, wait until you hear the meaning behind it, is hexagram number 10, which is treading carefully. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, as Walter talking, White, uh, that's why I was smiling because it was just telling the story of what you were describing. And then some insights and unique tidbits that we can add to the conversation is in, within the energy of 33 retreat. Ooh, I like that number. Yes, it is a good number, right? So while you were talking, Emily, I was reading this and uh, like I couldn't have planned it any better, but it says um, competent people find their way and make progress even in difficult circumstances, right? So we're going to find a way to navigate this with competency and not just Mm -hmm. um, a wild abandon into the unknown of what kind of trouble we could get ourselves into in terms of indulgence. Yeah, all you need is a little plan, a little strategy. Yeah, exactly. So it talks about, um, yeah, like mainly don't do not do anything that, that awakens the sleeping tiger, um, that whole story mm-hmm. there. Um, it's not really a good time for taking any big initiatives rather than um, trying to get by with some grace and good humor. So, so really, maybe we're not trying to, you know, start the the entire overhaul, um, yeah. right on December twenty fourth. But, but yeah, we're we're using some some conscious uh, decision making. Yeah, just don't go beyond your capacity. Um, you're going to cool. create problems if you um, if you overthink things at this time. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep your ambitions in check, and um, and really just it just says withdrawing from the bustle of events. And eliminating unnecessary desires brings clarity and purpose. So going back to the whole concept of maybe you don't need to go to all the events if you're not feeling it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay to say no, or you don't it is want okay the, to say no. yeah. the basket of brownies that someone sends you because they, they love working with you. Right. Um, be grateful for what you do have. Um, no striving aggressively right now could put you in a position of greater difficulty. Um, really maintain being humble. And in terms of retreat too, and we can weave this in, I'm sure in your tips, as you're talking about nutrition um, and movement and body and awareness, um, all worthy goals meet some resistance. And when negative forces predominate, a well-timed retreat can be a good move for keeping your energy up and allowing you to persevere. So it's a strategic retreat. 
not to be confused with with escaping or surrendering. Yeah. So sometimes it's necessary to slow down, let go, or move back to a better position um, to get yourself in a great place for future moves. And um, it's a skillful retreat, too. That shows a sign of intellect and strength, just having that awareness. Yeah, I love it. I think that's totally relevant. Hold your pride in check, and you will be better prepared to discover creative openings when they arise. Maintaining a sense of self-confidence is essential, as small setbacks can easily become defeats if we're mired in self-doubt or self-pity. Mm-hmm. A confident retreat can produce success. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, you know, that kind of makes me think about um, in terms of setbacks, almost like a, a, a well-meaning family member or members who are offended or upset or otherwise kind of, you know, make commentary about, you know, choices to not overindulge, uh, you know, things of, of that nature, people, people who, um, take issue with, with your efforts to not overindulge in one way or another. Um, so I, I think I could take that as like, you know, have confidence in, in what you're doing, um, so that you're not (laughs) creating poor health in yourself in the name of making someone else comfortable or pleased. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It's like, um, you know, it makes other people feel more comfortable if they can, um, you know, indulge or get you to drink if they want to drink or get you to eat the whole dessert if they're going to eat the whole dessert. Right. Take everybody uh, down. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, yeah, we just got to have, have the, uh, the confidence in what we're doing to, to understand and, you know, not be, not get our feathers too, too ruffled by that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it will happen. It will happen. Any kind of fitness journey, uh, you know, you you can see that yeah. amongst friends and family. But I think it could be especially noticeable around the holidays. Yeah. Maybe How do you just because you're all together and they can actually see it? <laughs> right. How do you handle and approach those types of situations? Oh, uh, people, t- people like giving you shit about it. Well. Yeah. I I just have a personality where that actually kind of makes me want to do just do it harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't I don't uh, I I I'm just personally a, a person who um, is not gonna go along with the crowd uh, unless I believe in what the crowd is doing. So if I have my convictions and, and, you know, I'm going to eat this way or, or not eat this way, it, it doesn't really matter what anybody, mm-hmm. what, what anybody around me says. So, so I've, my mama. Seen, <laughs> I've seen before too, I don't know if this is one of your strategies or something that you recommend, but um, you tend to carry a lot of your must-haves with you. If you're traveling, if you're going to work, if you're... Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's that's definitely part of the you know planning aspect of it. If if there is a you know, uh, uh, I think an example of this would be well, a if you're competing, uh, you you may have to you may have to do something like that. Just bring your own food. That's not actually the tip I'm suggesting here, but in a broader sense, uh, you know, if you have multiple holiday events. Um, and especially if you, you know, have some specific body composition goals and whatnot, uh, it might be, it might be necessary for you to bring your own, you know, or if you like, if you have multiple you know, dinners to attend or whatever, um, there, there could be circumstances where, where that is, um, ideal, but, uh, it's not. It's not entirely necessary. And in fact, so for the strategy that that I'm going to talk about, I, I did this exact thing on Thanksgiving, which happened to fall uh, like two weeks ish, uh, two weeks and change before my most recent competition. So really, really in crunch time. Um, but I, I did not. I did not actually track uh, my food on Thanksgiving. I didn't weigh anything, and I did not bring my meal on Thanksgiving. Now I did bring some meals through the rest of the week. Um, my family was in town, some of my family and and they had an Airbnb and stuff. So I was kind of going there after work every day and, uh, and hanging out. So I would in anticipation of being able to, you know, be more free on Thanksgiving, I was bringing my, my dinners over there at night and stuff like that, rather than, you know, having what they were having. And that was fine. Um, but, um, you know, again, if you're not doing a competition or something like that, not entirely necessary. Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's, let's get into the, the simple strategy. Um, and th this is especially great for the holidays because of the just simple availability of all these treats and, and excess. Um, but you can really use this strategy every single day. Uh, to naturally avoid overeating, you know, without having to track, without having to, to weigh your food. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab 15 that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15 for a discount on your device. So the strategy, most simply put, is this. Protein first. Okay? Protein first. What is protein? Protein is one of our three uh, macronutrients that make up um, our calories, right? Our energy that we get from food. Uh, protein is the most satiating macronutrient, so it's going to fill you up the most. Uh, it also has a, what they call a higher thermic effect of food, so it actually 
costs your body more energy just to even digest it. Um, you know, we've now got studies showing that uh, it's kind of a, you know, you don't want to call anything magic in terms of fat loss or fitness. But if there were a, a magic fat loss macronutrient, protein would be it. It has been shown in studies now that even when all things are equal as far as calories uh, go, uh, in fat loss diets, high protein diets, calories equated are always, always have better results as far as fat loss and maintaining fat loss. So um, protein first. Um, so that's going to be, you know, your chicken, meat, fish, uh, love seafood, um, some dairy. Uh, I, I personally just like to use Greek, Greek yogurt, but, uh, dairy has some protein in it. Um, what else am I missing? Eggs. Uh, if you are vegan, um, you know, your seitan, your tofu, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, just one little side note, um, nuts and seeds, uh, while they do have some protein in them, they're not actually a protein source uh, because of the proportions. They're actually really more of a fat source. So just to keep that in mind, if you get a big plate of nuts, you're not actually <laughs> eating your, your protein first. So um, protein first. So I am going to start my day with a meal high in lean protein. So uh, your less fattier meats, for me specifically, that looks like egg whites and uh, extra lean, 96% lean ground beef in an omelet with some spinach. Um, on these, you know, days uh, with, with holiday things to consider, I'm going to just go ahead and not have really fats or carbohydrates in that first meal because most of the stuff that we're going to have access to um, that we might tend to overeat on is going to be higher in fats and carbohydrates. That's what makes foods more palatable. So anticipating that we're going to get plenty of that in the rest of the day, I'm just going to have a nice high protein, lean protein meal to start the day. And then when you get to your holiday event, uh, you're going to load your plate up with a protein source first whether you do turkey or ham, or if you're like my family and <laughs> there is like shrimp etouffee present at the holidays. <laughs> I, uh, I had turkey loaded with shrimp. It was amazing. I don't think I'll ever eat turkey any other way. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, protein first. Again, load that holiday plate up with protein. Put your, you, can, you can get your other stuff. Try whatever else you want. Mac and cheese, dressing. You know, uh, that's what we call it in the South, stuffing. Stuffing is dressing. Uh, you know, rice, whatever. I pretty much had a plate full of protein and, like, everything else carbs. We we were laughing because nobody, nobody bothered to bring, like, any kind of green. <laughs> so, um, but then eat your protein first, at least the majority of it, 80, 85% of it. That way you are going to be nice and full and satiated. And it is really hard. It is difficult to overdo it on the other stuff when you have already satisfied yourself 
with protein because you're gonna, you know, it's already got it satiating effects. It's also going to help you keep those blood sugar spikes and dips more level so that it, which it should be said that it is completely normal and appropriate and healthy to have blood sugar spikes when you eat food. That is, that is a normal bodily process. But if we can avoid these massive, you know, spikes, which result in bigger dips, we can avoid feeling like crap on both ends of that. And then ultimately being really, really, really hungry again, once that blood sugar dips, if we front load our protein in this way, we're gonna, we're gonna really avoid all of that for the most part. So, um, that that's really it. It's that simple protein first. If you remember nothing else about this episode, protein first, start your day with a meal high in lean protein, and then load up your holiday plate with protein, eat it first. Okay. Just doing that, uh, I think you'll find will make a world of difference with just how much you naturally consume. And we'll tack on a little bonus. Um, taking a digestion walk, even just like a five minute, 10 minute walk after you eat, uh, it can do wonders. I, I, I think that's a good habit to just have, um, on most days, um, for sure help with bloating and, and things of that nature. But, uh, but bonus points, if you can take that digestion walk afterwards and super bonus points, if you can get in any kind of resistance training beforehand, uh, because the one thing that is, there's really nothing besides pharmaceuticals that can do this. Uh, but contracting your skeletal muscle, as in strength training, is actually like one of the most effective ways to immediately lower your blood sugar. Those muscles will take up that sugar, that glycogen, into the muscles. And uh, therefore, you've assimilated it in, you know, a better way. So a little bit of resistance training beforehand, super bonus points, digestion walk afterwards, regular bonus points. But if all else fails, protein first, you're setting yourself up um, for a much better day and a much better day after. And you still get to enjoy yourself. I like it. That sounds pretty easy. So protein first, and then it's resistance training before. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not going to want to do that. After walking first. afterwards. <laughs> right, right, right. But you could do it in any other order. You could. You could. If you want to go squat after you eat a bunch of turkey, that's fine. I won't <laughs> tell you not to. <laughs> you probably won't. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely easy and doable for anybody. I, I can, I'm like reflecting back on my um, party so interactions. Easy. Yeah. And you I, know what? Um, it, it, regarding like people kind of giving you shit, it's, it's really not even noticeable, <laughs> you know? Um, it's like, 
it's kind of like, okay, you're not drinking and you don't want, you know, you've got people who will give you hell for not drinking. So you walk around with a cup of ginger ale or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never done that, but (laughs) my dad used to do that. (laughs) Um, You know, people, it's, it's not, it's not that noticeable. So Mm -hmm. not that I think you should hide it. I think it, I think, you know, it's a good thing to, um, you know, possibly have influence over others in that way to kind of show that, Hey, I'm actually still enjoying myself, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. just because I'm not like having 18 servings of, you know, pumpkin cheesecake doesn't mean I'm not going to have a little bit. And then because I've eaten my protein ahead of time, I don't want 18 servings. I'm good with my one serving. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, very good. Do you have any uh, parties coming up? I don't think so. Do you want to invite me to something? Do you have? Yeah, you can come. Yeah, (laughs) I've got a few coming up. (laughs) Go. Um. Um, Yeah. No. Party in my pants. (laughs) Twelve-year-old revert back. (laughs) Was Anchorman? That was a long. That was a long party (laughs) that you had to give very constructive um, advice and tips. So. That was yeah. that little outburst was necessary, I think, to keep things in yeah. check. Yeah. I, yeah. I was an adult for a really long time without Ooh. being image. Yeah. So <laughs> exhausting. Dance party. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we were we were talking about indulgences and um, you know, parties and that type of thing too within feng shui. And there's a lot to do with this time of year too, with everything being. Um, you know, the the colors of the season with red and green. So red is a very stimulating color and that will make you want to eat more than you normally would. So, okay. So if you can limit the amount of red that you're seeing, perhaps maybe not wear red, um, that may help you a little bit too with, um, you know, keeping your hunger um, less. So, you know, you can think about go stare at a steak if you're into that. Yeah. Just stare at the protein first. (laughs) Protein in your environment. Maybe, maybe don't take that advice. (laughs) No, but that was, that was a nice try. I could, I could get behind that. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, you know, things that we can do to like calm our senses versus stimulate them visually will help a lot with reducing stress and anxiety, which might trigger you to eat a little bit more. Um, you know, so think about things that you can do to create in your environment that will calm you um, visually will keep your, the rest of your systems more even. Hmm. Okay. Maybe a yeah. little meditation Maybe after a your meditation. resistance training. I mean, we talk about that too. You know, what, what you're talking about with your, your diet and your um, you know, your approach to nutrition is, you know, very intentional. It's not just mindlessly eating or like grazing. Yes, but at the same time, like uh man, you know, manageable, realistic. It is. Um, that's that's really the most important thing, uh, is not that we try to be perfect, whatever that may mean to you, um, but that we are intentional and we create these better habits over time. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that, you know, starting to create these habits in the busiest time is actually the best way to go about it because life's not going to stop getting busy. Holidays aren't going to stop happening. Things aren't going to stop being hectic and stressful. So, you know, there's there's no reason to wait until things settle, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not going to. Right. Right. They're not gonna. Yeah, for and, all the people uh, that feel they not better equipped, right, to yeah. to uh, handle these things if we start to just go ahead and create these habits now while we're in the thick of things. And uh, yeah, I think you'll find that they're really just manageable. Like it's not it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I agree. What do you say? Like quick tips for anyone who feels they fall off the wagon. And just get back on. Just get back on. There is no, um, you know, you can start to kind of get into these cycles of like punishing yourself for falling off, starving yourself for a day or going and doing a bunch of cardio or whatever. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just uh, get back on the wagon and don't, you know, or, you know, we uh, will just go the other way and say, fuck it. Like if I messed up once I'm just you know I I messed everything up so I'm just gonna go insane now don't do that so going back to the concept of like the tips going forward and the energy of retreat it says remember not all progress follows a straight line no never almost never almost never uh almost never and really I mean like I said you want to you want to create these habits so that you can set yourself up to be able to enjoy things mm-hmm. and not and not get on these you know falling off the wagon just spiral yeah you know paths yeah. um we're human we should we should enjoy some food freely without you know without weighing it or tracking it mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. we should enjoy you know, I'm from Louisiana. We food is a tool of celebration, and we should still be able to, uh, you know, do that kind of yeah. thing, but without it taking away from our quality of life. Yeah, making, do it in a way that adds like to our quality focus. of life. And so yeah. that's the purpose of these kind of, you know, tips and tricks, hacks, whatever you want to call it, is so that we can set ourselves up to be able to enjoy ourselves and not just feel like, you know, oh my God, that that (laughs) whole meal just stuck to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like Mm -hmm. it. I'm ready. If I have a party coming up, you're coming with me. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you. Bring the green hat. Bring the green hat. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One day. (laughs) Some good, good Will Ferrell cameos. Yeah. Always. Good, good time of year for that. <laughs> well, what do you say we uh, take this conversation inside of the Facebook group? What do you say? Let's yeah. Do it. So everybody can come join us inside of the Conscious Collaboration Collective in our closed and private Facebook group. And also now you can find us on YouTube. You can watch what we actually look like while we're doing these and check our teeth for us. Um, yes. Maybe see yeah. like, and drop us a line if you have any tips and tricks that yeah. have worked 
for yeah, you. I'm sure there's lots of people that have some good insights and we'd like to hear, you know, what your wins and your downfalls are. Um, so maybe Emily, you can help give a little bit of guidance inside the group. And um, yeah, well, thanks. I learned a lot. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> I'll talk to you in five. Talk to you in five. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.